Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. This is Tuesday, February 6, 2018, and welcome to episode number 455 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, right here on TalkShoe.com. It is, once again, ladies and gentlemen, WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS, Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you as we get ready and set and get ourselves prepared to talk about our favorite subject of all time here in the radio network, that being professional wrestling. We, of course, will get things started with our Wrestling News and Viewers segment, which is brought to us by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared Geronimo. J.D., of course, is a 2015 and 17 WCWS Hall of Famer. He is also, of course, part of the team that brings you WCWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoe.com. Also joining us here tonight, bringing us to Wrestling History and here for tonight, as the human suplex machine, John Gross. John, of course, is a 2015 and 17 WWE, uh, the first 2016 WWE Hall of Famer, excuse me. Yeah, super time. Mm. Uh, also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWUS Ball Radio every Monday afternoon right here on Talk Shoe. And also joining us through the Talk Shoe chat box here tonight, he is, of course, a recent addition, of course, a 2018 WWUS Hall of Famer. He is the rattlesnake, and Neil Patel has joined us in the chat box. Before we get things rocking and rolling here, let's go ahead and welcome J.D., John, and Neil in to what will be an explosive and dynamic episode 455 of Revolution. Tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. That sounds about right. Uh, and my J.D. doing that, that only means that he's probably going to have a lot to say here in just a few minutes, and we'll explain why here momentarily. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed here tonight is coming from, actually, you can safely say the birth of WCWS altogether. Uh, the first group that, of course, I started in WCWS was, of course, WCWS Universe. If you want to join us here, of course, uh, for our live video feed for Revolution Episode 455, 
Uh, you can chat. You can uh, leave messages, and of course, uh, watch us talk about everything going on uh, here this evening. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Universe United if you want to join us for if you want to join us for that. And of course, through of course uh, talk talkshoe.com, you can uh, of course give us a call here one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. <clears throat> and press that one if you want to chime in on anything we have to talk about here tonight, uh, which, of course, will include, in addition to our wrestling news and views and history and birthdays, uh, it will also include, of course, a big-time big, big time discussion here on what happened last night on Monday Night Raw, which will, of course, a, lot, a couple of our folks here definitely have something to talk about here. Uh, and also, <clears throat> of course, uh, uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll have, uh, we may have something special happen here tonight. You never know here the radio network, what we have going on. So we'll definitely keep keep everybody apprised of that. You're going in towards the end, towards the middle or and the end of our show. So let's go and get things rocking and rolling here with our rest of the news and views here segment. And of course, to get things uh, kicking for that, of course, is the Iceman, J.D. Jared D. Geraldo from King Ice. J.D., go ahead. Please take it away in, during the rest of the news scene. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of short minutes. All right. Well, we have three interesting matches tonight for you SmackDown fans in Kansas City, ladies and gentlemen, and here is who will be in action tonight. Charlotte Flair will be taking on Liv Morgan of the Riot Squad. Bobby Roode, the Glorious One, will take on Rusev, however, for the U.S. title. And to decide who will face AJ Styles coming up in less than three and a half weeks from now, however, plus at Fastlane in Columbus, Ohio, the Brotherhood Friendship of Sami Zayn and KO, however, will be tested, however, as these two will be beating each other once again one-on-one. Meanwhile, on 205 Live, however, Drake Maverick has announced the following, however, matches for tonight's 205 Live show. It will be two good friends facing off with each other. Lince Dorado taking on Kalisto, and Hideo Itami taking on the debuting of Roderick Strong, who will be getting his chance, however, on the main roster. Meanwhile, however, last night, however, the viewership for Raw took a big hit, as did the rating, however, mind you, in more ways than one. It scored a 3.05 for the night, down from 3.39 the week before. The first hour averaged 3.16 million viewers, while the second hour drew 3.212. The final hour drew 2.793 to give it its final of 3.05. In addition to that, however, the Raw rating took a little bit of a hit, too, at the same time, dropping from a 2.37 last week to a 2.15. Meanwhile, however, WWE is reported, however, that superstar The Miz, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, has signed a new four-year contract with the WWE as he came to terms last night, I believe, before or after the show ended, late last night slash earlier today. Meanwhile, the Mixed Match Challenge, however, we understand that coming up, however, tonight, however, in the uh, Challenge Match, it will be Goldust and Mandy Rose, however, taking on Jimmy Uso and Naomi. Next week, of course, the Superstars will be in Bakersfield, California, and here is who the competitors will be. It will be the huggable, lovable Bailey, however, who will be in her hometown this coming Monday night, however, in San Jose, teaming up, however, with the man who won a triple threat match last night against John Cena and Braun Strowman of Elias, taking on the husband-wife duo of Hanson Rusev and his mail-order bride, if you will, or his bride-to-be, supposedly, Lana. 
The following week, it's supposed to be Apollo Crews and Nia Jax taking on the glorious Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. So, again, here's the stakes, however. The winners of Weeks 1 and 2 will meet in the second round Week 7. The winners of Weeks 3 and 4, which is last week and this week, however, will meet in Week 8. The winners of 5 and 6 will meet in Week 9, with the semifinals featuring the winners of Week 7 and 8 meeting, and the winners of Week 9 meeting a team that receives a second chance by a fan vote. The finals will be held, of course, in Week number 12. Meanwhile, however, Jason Jordan apparently will now be out for quite some time. As we reported within the last week or so due to an injury, Howard, Jason did undergo neck surgery this morning, however, for a posterior cervical microdisectomy. However, WWE Medical Director Dr. Joseph Marone provided the following details to the website earlier this evening, saying the following. He had an injury to a disc in his neck which resulted in significant pain that was refractory to all conservative measures. It was decided to do an invasive operation to decompress the nerve and allow it to heal. No word on how much time he may miss due to this injury. And finally, however, in some football news, two days after the Super Bowl, however, in which the Patriots lost tower, Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator of the Patriots, got hired today by the Detroit Lions. We want to wish Patricia the best of luck, however, in his new endeavors, however, as he will be coaching the Lions. But the big story, obviously, is Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels originally was supposed to be introduced sometime in the next few days as the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Earlier tonight, Adam Schefter and CBS, along with ESPN, reported that McDaniels has spurned that offer and will stay with New England, however, as he has decided not to go officially to Indianapolis, as many people thought he would be the new coach at the Indianapolis Colts, who are still currently looking for a new coach. And let's see, any other news to report? Uh, 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 We do know it is a... Bittersweet homecoming tonight, however, uh, here in Pittsburgh, however, I can tell you right now, as the Las Vegas Golden Knights and their star goalie and former Pittsburgh Penguins superstar Mark andre Fleury returns home, however, to face his former team, the Pittsburgh Penguins, tonight. And the latest we heard on that, the Penguins are making Flowers homecoming, let's just say, not a pretty one, however. Despite the fact what happened back in November, however, was interesting in Las Vegas, the Penguins tonight, however, are turning the tables on their former buddy, if you will, however. And the latest on the scoring, as we are getting an update on that right now, so please bear with us. It is, however, I'm just trying to find the score here. It is 5-3 to three with 8 minutes to go in that game between the Penguins and the Vegas Knights. Of course, the Penguins, of course, have Sidney Crosby with two assists tonight, however, in the game, and have outshot the Knights so far by 10 as there's less than six times to go. Actually, it's now 5-4, excuse me. So we're going to definitely keep an eye on this game, as this has been a very highly contested game tonight, Howard. The big other story for the Penguins tonight, obviously, not only has Cindy Crosby got two assists, but also, ladies and gentlemen, James Neal, ex-Penguin and Predator, scored his 23rd goal of the season, Howard, early in the game to give the Knights a 2-0 lead, while the Penguins, Howard, early in the third, three minutes in, got goal number 30 of the season by their red-hot superstar, not Sid Crosby, even though he's been playing very well as of late, but Evgeny Gino Malkin, however, who has had a big night for the Mighty Penguins. Oh. Sorry about that delay there. And I'm checking your Carolina game to see if they're in action tonight, and I am looking at the ticker. Uh, I do not I do not believe they are in action tonight. I don't see they're in action tonight, however, but uh, yeah. let me just double-check to be sure. No, 
But like I said, we will be watching this Pens game very exclusively. Like I said, we've got six and a half minutes to go, and it is 5-4 right now. Thank you very much there, J.D. We do appreciate that. Of course, J.D. along with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice, your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team. They bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the WWS Radio Network. As it doesn't fit, excuse me, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS's case, you cannot beat the old-fashioned combination of superglue and duct tape. But they're always the best combo indeed. Let's go and see what John has on tap here in the wrestling history and birthdays here for today, February the 6th. A very interesting point of view right here. 32 years ago today, which would put it at, let me see, 1986. Yes, that's right. Uh, In Tokyo, Shiro Koshinaka defeated the Cobra in a tournament final to become the first IWGP junior heavyweight champion. In his 30-year history, 35 different men have held the championship with a total of 76 reigns. Very impressive. The championship was briefly part of the J-Crown, a collection of eight junior heavyweight championships in 1996 and 97. The only two that did not come with an eight-day span of WCW, Mon- of WCW Monday Nitro in late 1999. Due to the booking involved, the title changes weren't initially recognized by New Japan Pro Wrestling. Jushin Thunder Liger held the record for most title reigns with 11, the longest title reign at 628 days. The most days as champion with 2,245 and the most successful title defenses with 31. Bernard Panaka, as, the, as uh, I think he was known at the time as Heat, as H-E-A-T, has the most successful defenses in a single championship reign with 11. Hiromu Takahashi, Boy, that's a mouthful. Yes. He's the current champion holding the championship since Wrestle Kingdom 11 at the Tokyo Dome in January of last year. Impressive indeed. Uh, 30 years ago today, of course, put it at, uh, let me see, 1988 in Boston, Massachusetts, Bam Bam Bigelow and Hulk Hogan defeated the team of Andre the Giant and Ted DiBiase in the main event. Of note, DiBiase wore the WWF title belt and was recognized as his champion. The same was true when the WWF did a special evening show in Philadelphia with the two teams meeting again and Bigelow and Hogan winning again. DiBiase would stay the champion for about a week, but his title reign would soon be stricken from the record by Jack Tunney because of the infamous double cross at Saturday night's main event. 28 years ago today, which we put it, I do believe, at 1990, yes, WCW presented Texas Shootout Clash of the Champions. The Horsemen kicked Sting out of the group after the Horsemen's match with International. Sting would come back to try to exact revenge, but during the brawl, he would injure his knee. 23 years ago today, we put it at 1995, in Memphis, Jerry Lawler defeated Sid Vicious to win the USWA Unified Heavyweight title for the 20th time. Absolutely impressive. Jerry the King Lawler Hall of Famer, indeed. Yes, 17 years ago today, 2001, in Charleston, South Carolina, at a SmackDown taping, Hardcore Holly defeated Raven to win the WWF Hardcore title, only to lose it to Raven two minutes later. Ten years ago today, if <clears throat> you put it at 2008, Wayne Scott, 35 years old, impersonated 
The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and was arrested on for fraud charges. He is accused of promising to visit the sick kids and give them WWE tickets. Scott pretended to be a pro wrestler and called sick kids. Uh, and get this, the New York detective said that Scott was the con man who impersonated, uh, let's see, um, Heath Ledger's father, Kim, after Heath Ledger was found dead on January 22nd, 2008. The man also managed to get Tom Cruise's private phone number, calling to call him the Mission Impossible star to... Uh, I guess I, I guess John was supposed to, I was saying commemorate. I'm not sure after Ledger's death. He also asked John Travolta to send him money so he can buy a ticket to fly from New York to Australia, where Ledger's family lives, and his body will be laid to rest. He also contacted Mel Gibson, Halle Berry, and Christian Bale. The sources said his lies were so convincing that he even got to Frank E. Campbell funeral home to book him a suite at the posh Carlisle Hotel in New York. The Madison Avenue Funeral Home received Ledger's body from the medical examiner and sent it to L.A. for memorial service. The New York City police, who, were also, who was also investigating Scott for impersonating Ledger's father, couldn't bring about charges because he didn't profit from his scams. He wasn't so lucky on the other side of the pond. He would be charged with three counts of fraud, two counts of malicious communication, and one count of failing to surrender to police. Scott would be sentenced to six months in prison a year later. He would also have a court-ordered curfew for three months, 200 hours of community service, and a $500 fine. Slap on the wrist, really. For impersonating... Celebrity. He should have gone... For impersonating all those people and doing the things he did, he should have been in jail for at least 20 to 40 years, easily. I'm, I mean, impersonating The Rock, I mean, a lot of people can do that. Yeah, but, but to do it and just defraud them the way he did it and give them tickets and then do what he did with Tom Cruise and, like you said, Heath Ledger and that, that's just, that's beyond yeah, wrong. Yeah, but Ledger's dad, of all people. Yeah, exactly. In the, wake, in, the wake of, uh, in the wake of Heath Ledger's death, I mean, for crying out loud, Yeah, man. two weeks I mean, after, after, his, thing, but... yeah, after he passed away suddenly, yeah. Oh, and uh, this is totally non-wrestling uh, late, but I will say this, and I did talk about this a long time back. Uh, the guy who was paralyzed from the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ryan Shazier, was at the hockey game tonight. We did talk about it last week that he is starting to walk. And believe it or not, for the first time, without any support, even though he got a little bit of support from his girlfriend on one arm, he stood up and the place went crazy tonight. So whether or not he'll return to football, we don't know yet. But he got a rousing, rousing standing ovation tonight, as did, like I said, Mark Andre Fleury, the former Pittsburgh Penguin goalie. So it was definitely, it's been a very emotional night here, to say the least, here in Pittsburgh. To see one former great, however, uh, like I said, Mark Andre Fleury, one of the best goalies we've ever had in the Pittsburgh Penguins hockey franchise team, and of course one of the Pittsburgh Steelers who, almost a month ago, was almost certain never to walk in, let alone stand again. And he has come a long way in just a short amount of time, but he's still getting better, and we're definitely saying prayers for him and his family. But see him on one foot, however, just stand up on his own, even though he still needed a little bit of support, that is a feel-good story there. Absolutely. Uh, we, we do always need a lot of those and, or during all this time, all this crisis that are going on. We always need a little good news here and there. So, absolutely indeed, or J.D. Thank you very much there, sir. Uh, but, yeah, but that, as for that one thing, this clown right here should have gotten ten, ten times more than that. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, per, person to three months saying, okay, 
six months in prison, okay, that's fine. It's community service, yes. I mean, that 200 hours, sure. But 500 bucks, like you said, that's all it is. It's a slap in the wrist. Yeah, something I mean, I mean, he should have gotten 5000 Oh, I say more than that. Well, yeah, well, well, that's 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 the big picture. I mean, it should have been ten or twenty times more than that. Oh Absolutely. God, yes. Yeah. So, uh, nine years ago, nine years ago today, put it at uh, let me see, two thousand and nine, Six Flags Kentucky Kingdom in Louisville is shut down by parent company Six Flags. Hmm. But that same day, Taryn Terrell was signed to the WWE. She was the 2007 Diva Search contestant. She would also have a role as the general manager of ECW after Teddy Long left ECW to go manage SmackDown. She would stay in the WWE in two years, but a fight with her then ex-husband, Drew McIntyre, got released. She would join TNA until retiring in January of 2016. Huh. I still say she looks pretty good from what I've heard. Um... Eight years ago today, 2010, <coughs> WWE announced, see, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, Craig Williams announced his retirement from wrestling. Who is Craig Williams? That, that name is familiar. I'll have to find that name and be let you know. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, six years ago today, we'll put it at 2012, WWE announced that Ron Simmons would also join the Hall of Fame. One thing I got to say about that, <coughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help it. Uh, one year... <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't help it. Yeah. One year ago today, put it at 2017 in Portland, Oregon, Samoa Joe made his WWE in-ring debut by defeating Roman Reigns with the help from Braun Strowman. We have some birthdays here, guys. Uh, you might remember this one here. Today's a happy 64th birthday to Larry Young, who was a major league was a major league baseball umpire. Yep. After the nineteen ninety four player strike ended, Young would actually referee a match I remember this, WrestleMania eleven back in April of nineteen ninety five. When Young refereed a match it was between let me see, the Undertaker and King Kong Bundy, of course when the Undertaker won, indeed. Uh and some, a couple other birthdays here. Today's also a happy 38th birthday, one of the members of the Ascension, Connor. Uh, excuse me for just one second. For me, I thought I, had, I, thought I, had to, I was going to have to belch. Sorry. There's a happy 38th birthday to one of the members of the Ascension, Connor. And speaking of Connor, we also have another birthday that's kind of connected to that, if, if, you, if you probably yeah. get my drift here. Just a few minutes. Oh, hold on. I'm, I'm coming to it. Today, we also celebrate a birthday of one of our own here in WCWUS, Today's a happy 42nd birthday. 25th. Get it right. Come on. Well, hey, I put that Don't blame I mean, me. We know how old she is, but we got to say 20. Like so we're being nice, Howard. 25th, yes. 25 plus. 25 plus. There you go. 25. Well, John, you got to say 25 plus when you're talking about this. Yeah, bite your tongue. She'll kill you, John. She'll strike me. And remember, John, you're the one that lives closer to her than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah. Once Once four and a half, five hours away. You're about less than an hour away. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, I'm down here in North Carolina. I mean, I may not be that far away either, but at least John is the one that's got to worry. I can find, <laughs> anyway, I can find out the distance. Hold on. And it is still 5-4. We can tell you right now with one minute to go. Oh, thank you very much, J.D. And, of course, I, we're talking about our own Black Widow herself, Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Happy birthday, MLD. 
course, from everyone here in the WWS Radio Network, we do we do wish you and hope you have many, 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 many more. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Indeed, you know what I'm talking about. And John's that's all he's got for the history and birthdays here for today. So, John, thank you very much for bringing it to our attention. And of course, uh, JD, thank you very much for the rest of the news and views here for tonight. Hold on, I'm right now from from you to Michelle. It is I just had it. Darn it! I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get. Let's see. Here. Hold on. I'll, I'm gonna find. Hold on a second. Okay. I'm I'm working on. It is. Hold on a second. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to find it. Uh, let's see here. I can't. Darn it. I thought they would allow it. Hold on. I'll, do mm. I'll find it. I'll, I'll find another. Okay. All right. While I do that, I'll just take care of this. 1724 444 Call ID 138055 pound. This is episode 455 of WWS Revolution, Tuesday, February 6, 2018. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, and the vital snake and Neil Patel has joined us here this evening. Uh, so, gang, let's go ahead and, of course, like I said, as we do each and every Tuesday night, we do talk about, of course, the flagship show of the WWE, of course, I am talking about Monday Night Raw. Uh, and, of course, I'm sure, as always, we always have a lot to talk about regardless if it's good or if it's bad. And, uh, uh, oh, excuse me. Whoa. Pardon me. They're, they're, they're where they got stuck. But I, I, I have since released it. Okay, that's kind of terrible. <laughs> so let's go ahead and talk about this. Uh, uh, so I'm, off, I'm um, throwing it out there. If anybody would care to volunteer to go first. Uh, J.D., John, and Neil, don't be shy. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, you know, okay. Uh, I did not want to do this, and we got two seconds to go. We can now say it is over unless they get one goal. We'll see over two seconds to go, but it looks like the Penguins will win their 10th out of their last 13. It was a squeaker tonight. We knew it was going to be a tight game, so 5-4 to four looks like it will be the final. And you know what? Since no one's going to volunteer, you might want to have your hammers ready, people, because it's going to be very ugly. Very, I'll, very ugly. I'll, so, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again time, like I said, as we do each every night here in the WWS Radio Network, a certain individual here always brings always brings uh, a, a little bit of, 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 a, of a chill into our shows each and every night. Uh, we're talking about, of course, Raw and SmackDown uh, from the night before. And ladies and gentlemen, yes, indeed, I am talking about, of course, the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo, with his edition of The Icebreaker. All right. Uh, give me a second here. Dum, dum, dum. Okay, I am ready here. Okay, here we go. All right. Last night, you talk about a chill, however, it was definitely a chill in the Midwest because it was snowing pretty heavily. And I can tell you that from direct from people, I've, a person I've talked to, who my one friend is a truck driver, and he said it is pretty chilly out there in the Midwest. But that was beside the point. Not a great crowd last night, surprisingly. I heard it was not a very big house, however, at the Wells Fargo, uh, Wells 
uh, Fargo Arena, however, mind you, however, which is the name of the arena that they were at last night in Des Moines. I know, it's weird. Two weeks in a row, they're at Wells Fargo. Last week, they're at the Wells Fargo Center. Last night, they're at the Wells Fargo Arena. Coincidence? Mm, perhaps. But anyway, let's get into it now, as we like to say, however. The show, of course, started off last night with everyone's favorite person, and John's favorite, of course, Roman Reigns. Yes, folks, Roman Reigns was in action last night. Of course, and he had his match against Bray Wyatt. The Wells Fargo Arena, it's called, excuse me. As a result, however, Roman, of course, ended up winning the match, however, so at least they didn't bore us to death early by talking for so long and then finally getting into a match about quarter after eight, 20 after eight. Instead, they threw us right into a match, however, and this went about 15 minutes long. Then, of course, we saw backstage Seth Rollins talking with everyone's favorite little pissant, Jason Jagoff Jordan. Oh. Rollins told him that this was their last chance against the Bar Boys, and he wanted to make sure Jordan was healthy. Jordan said he's 100% cleared and good to go, which we would see something happen later tonight. Then, of course, we had the Good Brothers, my boys, Finn, Carl, and Luke, however, taking on the revival of the Mustachio, Dawson, and Mr. Wilder. And once again, even Stephen booking here, as you would expect, but once again, the club come out with a two-suite of a victory as Finn and company win this one as Finn chose Carl Anderson, not his other big brother, Luke Gallows, although Luke was on the outside, however, watching the match and had a nice tan to boot. It looks like he was in a tanning bed, however. And if he was in a tanning bed, it must have been at the hotel unless they had some sort of uh, thing there or before he arrived in the arena earlier in the day, however, he might have hit a tanning bed somewhere. Or if there was any tanning bed places to go, because I'm sure considering how cold it was, he figures he might as well get nice and tan. Then backstage we go to Sasha and Bailey, and it looks like more and more how it seems like at this point Sasha is going full blown heel, in my opinion. Sasha is definitely turning heel, however. Uh, so I think you're definitely gonna see this see this happen very soon. It could happen as early as maybe next Monday night in San Jose, possibly. Then we go to the cruiserweights, pitting Cedric Alexander and Mustafa Ali. Versus Drew Pepper, Jack Gulak, and Tony Abs, Tony Nice. But who decides to join the commentary? But none other than everyone's favorite new little cruiserweight, who is the so-called GM, Rockstar Spud Drake Maverick, the little pissant James Ellsworth wannabe. If you ask me. Of course, he announces the matches that we'll see in tonight's 205 Live, which is Kalisto versus Lince Dorado, and a match that should be really good tonight, and I hope it is good on 205 Live. Hideo Itami, formerly of NXT, taking on Roderick Strong. Then, of course, we start the second hour. And what happens in the second hour? Nice. Uh, we see Kurt Angle come out and announce the first ever Royal, or excuse me, Women's Elimination Chamber and the participants involved in it, which consists of the champion Alexa Bliss, Miss Harley Quinn herself, the five-foot god, good uh, god, blonde bimbo, Bailey, the huggable one, Mandy, the bimbo, uh, uh, fake Rose, Mickey James, Sonia Cornrose, MMA shoot fighter Deville, 
and the boss, Sasha Banks. But on top of that, he announces, we've got another match. Nia Jax versus Asuka. And if Nia wins, she will be added to the Raw Women's Championship match with Asuka and her challenging winner in a triple threat now. But then, who shows up to start whining and bitching and complaining, but everyone's favorite little blonde goddess herself, the one that she thinks she's so awesome, Alexa Bliss, and claims that Kurt is sexist. And basically, he's, she goes on to say, however, that it's not fair that her title is on the line in the Elimination Chamber. Okay, here's one of my rants. I understand she had a good point, and she did. Don't get me wrong. She had a somewhat very good point in this. But Alexa, when was the last time, honey, you defended that belt? I think Kurt said in the promo last night it was TLC, if memory serves me. You barely beat Asuka, or you lost to Asuka, and you didn't defend your belt the first show of the new year in Miami, if memory serves me, because you didn't have the cojones to do it because you knew that if you did, Asuka would kick your tail. You didn't do it at the Rumble a couple, this last weekend when you could have, however, been in a match. But instead, however, you decided not to do it there then as well. Hmm. Interesting. Shows once again, however, that you are becoming the female version of Brock Lesnar. First off, you are defending the belt and dictating your terms whenever you want, wherever you want. And that is fine. But you know what? Why don't you grow a pair if you have a pair? And defend the belt more often. Okay? Instead of whining, bitching, and complaining to Kurt Angle, saying, it's not fair that my title should be on in the Elimination Chamber, start defending it more. Or at least tell your buddy, Kevin Dunn, if you're friends with Kevin Dunn, to put you on more. Because you have not been on in weeks, and basically they're pissing all over you. Seriously. Okay. Speaking of women, that leads us to our next match. Oscar versus the Huggable Bailey. I will give Bailey a little bit of credit for hanging with the Empress. But at the end of the night, once again, however, it shows that Oscar continues to be too powerful. Just too strong. Now, I was surprised, however, that Sasha did not come down and play a part in this. This was a smart move, however, that they did not allow this to happen. But Unfortunately, Bailey, however, once again, continues to be somewhat buried. and They continue to bury her at every turn. That leads us to our next match. Another elimination qualifying match. Apollo Crews and Titus Worldwide with Dana Brooke, Alexandria York, 1991-2018, with her glasses and her hairstyle looking like Terry Runnels from 1991. And, of course, everyone's favorite... Pimp Daddy himself, well, I wouldn't say Pimp Daddy, but Mega Millions Daddy, shall we say him? Well, what am I going to call him? Mr. Titus O'Neil. And of course, who could come out but none other than everyone's favorite and MLD's favorite, and our, my least favorite, of course, the man who just got a new four-year contract, Vince McMahon, Stephanie, and Hunter's little bitch boy, The Miz, with his boyfriend, Dennis Hopper, Bo Dallas. Without Curtis Axel. As a result, Miz won in five and a half minutes. And at least this week, he didn't have to resort to cheating. And won clean. I will give him credit this week. For once this week, at least, he didn't have to cheat. He did something right this week. 
That's probably the only time you'll hear me say that, but go figure. Then we go backstage yet again, and we see Seth getting ready for his match, along with Jordan. But all of a sudden, Kurt tells Jason, Seth, that Jordan can't compete, and that his neck is sore. Now, we've known about this for a while, and we, I'm surprised they didn't address this earlier in the show. So, unfortunately, Seth is really up shit creek without a paddle, pardon the pun, and is wondering who his teammate will be. Who shows up but the big dog? And now it looks like we're going to have a reuniting of the Shield once again without Dean Ambrose, who is still out, with Seth and Roman, who gets booed once again for the second time in the evening, however, taking on the bar. Uh, This was a good match, but again, it was not without controversy. Who should show up late in the match then again than everyone's favorite little pissant, Jason Jordan, who decides to cost Roman and Seth the tag team titles in which this was Seth's last chance to get a shot at the belts. And once again, the bar shows, however, that they outfought, well, let's just say outsmarted these guys. Then afterwards, we go backstage yet again, and we have Rollins yelling at Jason Jordan for costing him the match. And I am glad that Angle finally took a stand against his son and yelled at him. Because it shows that Jason Jordan continues to be the most narcissistic, arrogant toad on the Monday Night roster right now, in my opinion. Speaking of toads, however, Nia Jax. What can we say about her? Oh, let's see. Oh, yes. She ended up squashing a poor little jobber by the name of Vanessa Floyd, who shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place, and who should have backed out of the match well before the bell even went off. This match should never have taken place. Nia just made short work of her. And then, of course, Nia says after the matchup, she will mess up Oscar's face and have to wear her mask permanently after she takes care of her in Las Vegas. And she will not be the Empress of tomorrow. She'll be the Empress of yesterday. Naya, I hate to tell you, you may be big and tough. Good luck trying to chop down Oscar. No one's done it yet. I wish you luck, but I have a feeling you might be in for a little uh, surprise, maybe, in Las Vegas. And then we go to a quick commercial break, which announces that there's going to be a great match coming up on Wednesday night on NXT. A rematch of sorts, the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly versus Sanity, which should be a great match. And then we go to another women's match, as if two women's matches weren't enough. This time, we have Mickey James taking on Cornrows Sonya Deville, who is with her good friends. The fake-looking blonde bimbo, Mandy Rose, who is going to be in the chamber with her. And everyone's favorite little Adam's family member, the coke-sniffing, black-haired uh, bimbo, Hobag Paige. What happens here? Mickey James pulls off the upset, but then afterwards, we see a surprise. And who is it? Oh, it's Alexa Bliss. And we're thinking, what is Alexa doing here? What is Alexa doing with Mickey James? Even though she was getting stomped on by three members of Absolution, Alexa decides to save her former good friend, Mickey James. Is this a swerve maybe coming? Yeah, I can see it happening. I just think it was absolutely ridiculous that she would actually have the gall to go out there and say Mickey after Mickey fought a not a not a really great match, but 
a really subpar match, and yet pull off the mild upset against Sonya Deville and Absolution. But before we get to the main event, we find out that next week in San Jose, there will be another qualifying match. And this time, we'll decide who will get the final spot, because we thought, apparently, this was going to be the case here in Des Moines. And next week, we will see Apollo Crews, Matt Hardy, Mr. Woken Matt Hardy, who again, just continues to creep me out with his look and his theme piano music, which is so dumb. Bray Wyatt, who they just continue to bury. And the man who has been doing pretty good so far and staying healthy for the most part for the early part of the year, Finn Balor. Now, who's going to win that match, you ask? My money's on Finn right now. I would say Finn would make sense to be put in this match. At least I hope they do it. Then we go to the main event. And here is another rant. We got everyone's favorite little pretty boy back in the main event for the second week in a row. John Cena taking on the monster among men, Braun Strowman. And of course, everyone's favorite guitar playing sing-along man himself, Mr. Ass Clown himself, Elias. And what happens? Elias ends up winning here clean by basically pinning Cena. And now is the sixth member. And you thought it was all over. The show had ended on a very sour note. And it kind of did for me at that point. But it didn't quite end there. No, 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 no. It ended because Strowman came back in the ring and decided to show once again he is tough. He doesn't care about anyone. And he will hurt somebody if he has to. And in this case, however, not only did he slam John Cena twice, but he also slammed Elias twice, which was deservedly so, considering the fact Elias was nothing more than a little weasel that basically got a lucky fluke pin over John Cena. So once again, as the old adage goes, however, they take two steps forward, three or four steps back. The WWE once again took a major step backwards this week. Terrible show from top to bottom. Not one match excited me, except maybe if you want to call it uh, the um, um, Oscar Bale match, which was all right. But all in all, you had a couple qualifying matches. Miz getting in the chamber match shows once again that who's but he's really kissing in the WWE just to get his own way because he feels that he got a new contract, he should get his own way by being put in the chamber. Fine, I get that, okay? The tag match, except for the ending, was the same old, same old we've seen so many times before. And as far as the whole extra Kurt Angle thing, however, I do, like I said before, I do kind of agree with what she said. But the thing is, though, however, like I said before, Alexa, start defending your belt more. Tell your buddy Kevin Dunn to start putting on TV more, maybe defending that belt, instead of whining and complaining that it's not fair and should be in the Elimination Chamber. You've been the longest-term champion in the past year, and you've done a lot with that belt in the past year. But guess what, Howard? Your time's coming up very soon, honey, and it's going to end. I feel either at the Chamber in Vegas or at WrestleMania in New Orleans. I can believe that. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D., of course. A great expert. Good job, J.D. Thank you. <laughs> and this, ladies and gentlemen, uh, coming in on a lot here. Uh, of course, during uh, during JD's icebreaker, of course, we now have in our fellow uh, <clears throat> Western Pennsylvanian, 
Also, of course, he is a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer and also a contributor to WWS Raw Radio. He is, of course, known as the Heartbreak Kid. But, of course, whenever talking about this man, uh, we always have to reference that that infamous 60s sitcom, Happy Days, where, of course, this this, this this, this particular character simply does this. E. Ladies and gentlemen, indeed, it is Fonzie joining us here now on episode 455 of Revolution. Uh, Fonzie, welcome, of course, sir, to uh, the mothership, of course, with myself, uh, J.D., John, and also Anil Patel is also with us as well. So thank you for joining us here this evening. Yeah, I'm doing John, uh, J.D., and uh, uh, Carl Toten. Uh, what is his name again, Chad? Anil. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Anil, Anil, Anil. Yeah. Anil, Anil. Anil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Saw a good game tonight, man. James Dear Neil. <laughs> I, was, I was telling uh I was telling Chad though before he came on, Fonzie, you saw a good one tonight, huh? Yeah, great one. Yeah. Ten I, I, I mean, I mean, I, I saw the video uh, right before I came on about right after I talked yeah, to him earlier before the show. And it, it was a good, it was a good tribute for him. And, and I was, yeah. I told Chad it was even nicer to see Shazier at the game. That was pretty. Yeah, awesome. that was great too. Yeah, Shazier was there. It was a fun night to be at the game. I would have loved to have been there, but I'll be there next Tuesday when the Senators are in town. I got tickets to the Senators. The Senators are in town. I know they always give the pens fits. I will be there next week. And I can tell you right now, guys, the U.S. champion is still safe and sound in the hands of the glorious one as he beat Rusev tonight. Hallelujah. Well, yeah, I agree with that. No, no, Rusev, no Rusev day. And I did also say to Fonzie real quick before Chad gets anything else, Jason Jordan, I think I did tell you, but if I didn't tell you, did have surgery today. He has not been, we have not heard how much time he may miss, but it will be quite some time. He did have next yeah, surgery yeah. this morning. Yeah. I, 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 I'm saying right now he's going to be out at least till the summer. I yeah. Have, I would think because that, that neck was so banged up the last couple of weeks. They had to do something yeah. with it. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> now, since we have you on, uh, let's go ahead and proceed to you next here, of course. I think Neil is... Uh, um, uh, it's got a few things up, but let's go ahead and get uh, Fonzie your take here. Anything particular you want to say about last night's edition of Raw? Uh, yeah, I think the crybaby Elizabeth Bliss crying in the rhyme. And, yeah, uh, why am I going to defend my title? Brock Lesnar, don't do that. Well, uh, you're different, sweetheart. And, uh, yeah. The last time you defended was the TLC, so it's already past due, hon. So don't cry. Just if you want to fight, you're a true champion. You take a trip. You take your title to the Elimination Chamber match and see if you can beat all these five other girls. And if you do, then you should be the best. And so, uh, um. I'm going to agree with J.D., what he says, but uh, I'm just going to agree with J.D., what he said of the rest of it, but I just want to give my two cents with Ms. Blizz. Uh, um, so uh, they, I thought they were going to say something about 
what you said earlier to uh, yesterday, JD, on our show, yeah, about uh, yeah. Booker T and and his uh, no, no, Michael Cole, the other guy, Corey Graves, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, what, what, what about what, yeah, Corey Graves took a shot at Booker last night when he was on with Coach and Cole. I remember he said something. I think it was when uh, I forget who came out. He said says said something and joked with Coach about it and, and, and came out like I, don't know. Jim, I heard it. He's like, he's like he's like Coach. He's like Coach. Don't say that. And he said something almost like I think it was like Coach. Don't uh, go there. However, soon you'll be broadcasting yeah. back on radio or something like that. I mean, he took a real cheap shot at Booker on that. However, yeah, no. So. In fact, I'll try to find the remark, but I know he said something that really uh, kind of uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, Javis Booker, and I, I didn't hear if management approved yeah. of that or not. But yeah, he said something along the lines like, uh, "Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know." I'll, I'll, I'll find the quote uh, because, like I yeah. said, he did say it last night, and he took a jab at Booker when he said yeah. it. Too. Uh, yeah, I, that's all I have to say with that, Chad. Um, okay. Right. Okay. Thank you, thank you, Fonzo. I appreciate that. Any word like that, I really appreciate it, sir. Thank you. Uh, we still haven't heard from uh, uh, John on what his take was of Rob. Uh, Neil did leave. A, does have a few points on here. Um, he did, did say also say hello to you, Fonzie, as well. Uh, uh, Neil, of course, did. Uh, let me go ahead and just leave out uh, what some of the uh, uh, remarks that Neil has left about Raw. He says he believes that he thinks that Monday Night Raw was a complete joke. So what a waste of wrestling last night. He gave it a 2.3 rating, and he and actually he was hoping it was lower than that. Uh, he will I say, though, it was him and John they get the main event, right? It wasn't just the triple threat match as a main event of Raw last night. Yeah. John, uh, Neil said he still didn't get how Braun Strowman, Elias, and John Cena were in a triple threat match when they had already qualified for the Elimination Chamber match. Yeah, yeah. but this is okay. for the entrance for the last. Uh, yeah, that's, right. that's what it was. Right. Yeah. Yes, it is. A coincidence that entering last in the chamber gives you a higher chance to win. And, uh, and Neil says, so you had Elias win the match to Braun Strowman, which is so dumb in his opinion. Mm-hmm. Good work, Neil. Man, that, that's sharp there. <laughs> Whoa, that is sharp. Uh, John, did you have any? John, did you have anything to say about uh, about Raw last night? I know she didn't leave any remarks about it. Uh, I'm hoping he's still on. I mean. I did hear some stuff that Taz said about the whole Booker T. Corey Graves issue. He said something about it today on his radio show. This is what he had to say. I'm going to hear. Uh, while I'm waiting on John, go ahead, J.D. Let's see what he has I don't know what's going on with Corey Graves and Booker. You know me. People know me. My first instinct is, oh, it's a work. But this is not a work because neither of these guys are going to wrestle each other. I don't think it's a work one iota. I read some of the things Booker has said, and he's pretty hot. There are a lot of things said at the announce desk that desk that you don't take backstage. So who knows? Maybe these two guys have personal issues. It seems like they might have. I think both guys in pros, however, and hopefully they work it out offline. Maybe they had a phone call together. If they're working it, they're going to do business here, then that's cool. I'm hooked. I'm in. I don't think that's the case, though. Hmm. That's a very, hmm. very good point. I mean, um, you know, of course, like I said, and also like I said, you know, when I first read this, during our promo Sunday night, I mean, I was kind of, uh, you know, su- su- surprised here. Oh, yeah, here's, 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 here's the quote, however, mind you. Okay, this is what Corey said last night about the show. Uh, telling Coach, you better be careful, Coach. Watch your tongue. We might be doing afternoon radio locally, however. 
is what he said, however. Let me ask you this here. Sure. This is one thing that does puzzle me. Now, it was understandable that guys like the coach came back for the, of course, since for the Raw 25th, yeah, uh, several weeks, a couple weeks, two or three weeks ago, I think it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, okay, that that made that part made sense to me. Right. But what? Is, but what is? What is? You know, because we always we've often heard, you know, uh, recently, of course, Coach went and did other things, including, like I said, more recently, ESPN. I mean, what's his? What's his status? Is he like in terms of WWE? Is he? Is he kind of partial, partial in between? I think from what I've heard, however, and this is what I've directly heard, I don't know if I can confirm it, though. I think ESPN let him go, or he decided to get out of ESPN however, early, however, with his contract. I think I heard diff- different accounts, however. I thought someone said he got out of his deal with ESPN and broke his contract with ESPN, however, and that's why he basically left, however. Or I heard some people say, however, he just said, and I'm ready. To, I'm just. I want to explore a different avenue, or just. I don't know. There's a lot of people having different opinions about this. I mean, I mean, did I mean the thing about it is was did WWE promise him something that you know he may not have had during his first go there, and then all of a sudden? No, they I, said, think, oh, he, I think he felt like he wanted to come back. I think he had some unfinished business to deal with in WWE. I think maybe, and maybe WWE is giving him that opportunity, or maybe they just felt how it's time to look else. I mean, it's, it's here's a chance to look right now. We got to figure. Okay, we need to shake up in a big way. However, at the announce desk, I mean, right now Booker T. I mean, basically has not done what we've expected him to do, and maybe. They thought, okay, maybe we need a shake-up at the announce desk. Now, one thing is for certain, I'm glad they didn't bring Byron Saxton back because I think that would have been a disaster. Because I think Byron and Graves, really, I heard just like Booker and Corey, have had personal issues with each other, both on and off camera. Um, Overall, I think they needed a shake-up. However, like I said, with Booker going to the pre-show and Coach coming back in, like I said, I don't know, this might have said, okay, Let's give this a try, however, because right now, I mean, we all thought originally Booker was going to be out for a while, maybe doing some work with a company, like uh, promotional work, however, or like uh, office work, maybe, like, however, similar to like JR used to do back in there, maybe uh, do some other projects with the company related. But when we first heard about this whole thing involving uh, him and Corey Graves, we didn't think, like we, like you said, Tuesday, Sunday night when you first talked about it, however, we thought... We heard about this like a week, week and a half ago. This was just nothing, but now, more and more in the last couple of days, it just seems like there's more to something than nothing now. I think it's coming out more and more that, like I said, they never got along. I don't know if they really saw eye to eye on a lot of things. I don't know if, uh, with Cole being the head announcer, and I don't know whose side he's taking in this case, however, and I'm not saying he's taking sides, but it's just, I think... WWE just figured they needed a shake-up somehow, however. And with Coach coming back and the way he is, Howard, maybe, like I said, he just said to WWE, ESPN, Howard, I'm looking elsewhere. I want to maybe try to broaden my horizons again. If you're going to let me go on my contract, so be, you don't have to pay me. Or if you're, gonna let, if you're not going to let me go, I'm going to walk out right now. I don't care what you guys say. I mean, you guys can either have a choice. You can keep me if you want to keep me. They can ask to maybe probably want you to stay. They asked maybe to stay, and maybe he felt like maybe he didn't want to stay. 
or he just said, you know what, hell with this, I'm going to go back to where I'm go- I was happy more before, and I enjoyed what I did before. You know, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't know the whole story yet, but I think there's still more than meets the eye of this story. Right, right. I mean, uh, one one thing that often, you know, one thing that I, that that just that, that, that just got me here it was that you know, uh, if they were going to want to really shake things up a little bit, you know, I mean, why? Well, let me let me let me let me, let me turn up. Let me turn it around for just one second because actually something did occur to me sure. as for the what the primary reason was. Booker T even that was even primary reason Booker T was on Raw in the first place was because if you remember I think this was I don't know late summer early fall it was when they did the when they did the shake up thing I think they did some shaking up of the announcers thing, especially after JBL retired from doing that right and I said if I'm not mistaken Raw was supposed to have David Otunga. But Otonga, I don't know for whatever reason it was, mm-hmm. um, didn't come come on for for that uh, for that raw. I guess after the shakeup and everything else happened. So who did they get? They got Booker T. Right, and I think and that's I, 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 I think that's one I think that's when Otonga had some personal issues in his family life, and I think that's why they went with that at the time. Right, and of course, remember he didn't remember Otonga wasn't even a part of the. Thing for Survivor Series, so that was when he had the situation go on with uh, Jennifer, uh, Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, I mean that. That's a. Mm-hmm. I mean that was possibly why. And I said, okay, well, what the hey? I mean, Booker T. If he wants to stay on and uh, you know and uh, are, uh, be 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 on there, and if he is enjoying women, let him stay. I mean, and they did that. I mean, I never personally, I never personally had any thought, any uh, you know problem at all. I mean. With the way they've got the announced teams set up right now, <laughs> I didn't. I mean, I, and, and if they were going to, then this is me thinking outside the box here. Maybe you guys will agree to disagree. One thing they could have done, though, and this would have been great to see. I know he's on the pre-show sometimes. I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I do like this guy more than I like Sam Roberts because Sam Roberts is kind of like that little pipsqueak nerdish type. If they wanted to bring a full announcer, I know he's got another radio gig on the air, however, if they, but I think the travel would have caught up with him maybe because of him doing so much. If they were to bring in an announcer and that was worthy, however, why not give uh, Sam, uh, Sam Rob, Peter Rosenberg a chance? Peter Rosenberg's very good, I think. I like his style, and I he knows how to call and break down the matches individually, but I don't know if they just want to keep him on the pre-shows when they need him, and then use Sam Roberts when they have to, but like I said, I don't know. I mean, they also could have gone back to the well and said, Mar Ranolo. I mean, just come in one night a week, Howard. You can still do NXT. You can also come back in and do Raw, Howard, be a color analyst. I mean, Mar was really good at SmackDown, Howard. And if it wasn't for him and JBL getting that whole tiff last year, he would have still been the voice of SmackDown. Or even move Tom Phillips, though. I mean, Tom Phillips is still a pretty good announcer at times. Yes, yeah, What gets me is that, you know, Corey Graves must be being, being paid an awful lot of money to actually be a part of both shows. Yep. He must be because I mean, you 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 hear him on Monday nights and then you hear him on Tuesday nights. I mean, uh-huh. I mean the thing about it is, I mean, I mean uh, he either has more time on his hands or WWE is, is just planting a bag of money right there in his lap each and every time because uh-huh. like you hear his voice twice a week. I mean, yeah, do, I can't do we all that. want to hear that? I mean, he's got to pick one or the other. I mean, do we want to hear him on both shows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, Neither. I hate him. 
But like I said, remember, remember about what I said yesterday. Remember yeah. what I said yesterday on Raw Radio. You know, Raw is supposed to be the flagship show of the WWE. Yep. It's supposed to be the standard bearer for, for, all the, for everything else that's on there now. SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, all the other shows that, of course, the network itself, you know, without Raw, I'm sure you wouldn't have the network, obviously. Uh-uh. But, but sure, about other reasons too. But I'm sure Raw is one of those is one of those is one of those uh, keys keys to that. So yeah. anyway, anyway, but my personal opinion is, is that if they're going to do that, you need to have a good quality, you know, announced team. I mean, Michael Cole has been doing that a long time. You know, I mean, he's not. I mean, forget for I mean, no disrespect to Michael Cole, but he's no Jim Ross. No, no he's not. No, he's not. Him. I agree with you. I don't care what Mike says. No one will ever replace Jim Ross. Just like I've always said, no one will ever replace Monsoon and Heenan or Vince McMahon. No. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon even did, I thought, some great stuff back in the day. If I mean, they're, if they're smart, media, I, mean, I, know Cole, I mean, I know Cole's starting to scale back his appearances and whatnot on television, and that's understandable. If they want to make someone the new voice hour, like I said before, if they want to do something with the announced desk hour, and I hate to say this, I know Corey's still the sidekick along with Coach Hour. Do coach Corey, however, and maybe bring in a third party, however. I don't care if you bring in Jeremy Borash in, however, mind you, who just got hired by WWE. Bring those three to fruition, because I think Michael Cole is going to be out of the announcing thing very soon. I mean, Michael Cole's been there a long time, and I know he said in the next year or two, he's looking at his options. He's been there 20-plus years. Like you said, he's definitely no JR. No JR, without question. No. JR will no. always be JR. But if they want to make a new announced team down the road, I would look at maybe, like I said, like Borash. I would look at, like I said, Coach. And I would definitely look at Corey Graves as the new voice tower to take over Michael's spot. I think he has that ability because he is so good as a heel announcer. I don't care what people say about him. And I'm from Pittsburgh being biased. Yes, maybe I am. But at the same time, the guy also, I mean, if it wasn't for his injury in the ring, however, would be a decent wrestler. I think he's found his niche as an announcer, and he continues to do very well as an announcer, I feel. Well, certainly. I mean, I'm, I mean, the thing about it is, as I said before, I mean, Corey Graves, like I said, speaks his mind. Yeah. I mean, he, he 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 gives it out there. I mean, that's the way an announcer should be, and that and he does a tremendous job. There is no doubt about it. I, I personally have not doubted the man's abilities and all that. I mean, the man, first of all, you got to keep in mind, he's trying to be like another Jerry Lawler. He's trying to be like another JBO and all. He's trying to be that mm-hmm. brash, that brash heel voice. That you know, that's like you say, suck up to the, to the higher brass and all that, make himself look good and all, that, makes himself better than everybody else sitting there. And now, like, if you well, what you say, if, if that happens, if Cole steps down sometime down the road, you know, if Corey Gray steps into that seat, I mean, would it be would it be you know interesting? I would say, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll I, I grant you that. But let me say let me say this one thing. You mentioned, of course, they just recently acquired. Uh, Jeremy Borash, of course, after his departure from GFW TNA, whatever you want to call it now, right. uh, why not put why not put him, you know, as a third wheel SmackDown? Yeah, and then if you're going to do that, Howard, and then I mean, Corey does enough with us with 205 Live, so do Saxon and Vic Joseph then on 205 Live. If you're going to do that, well, sure, bump, bump over Saxton a little bit. I mean, I'm not saying kick him off SmackDown Tyler, but yeah, why not? I mean, that would be a good announced team on Tuesday night. Why not? Yeah, makes sense. Well, absolutely, absolutely. So that's what we're going to wait and see. If they do shake up the announced team a little bit here and there and all, 
I mean, I hope to God they actually do something that is absolutely positively worthwhile. Yep. Um, but like I said, uh, and of course those who are no longer here with us and all that are looking down, they're saying, of course, I mean, do they approve of it? We don't know. Only time will tell, and God only knows, as they say. But, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see about what happens with this, of course, especially the situation involving Booker T and Corey Graves. You know, if, in fact, we ever hear that Booker T actually caught Corey Graves, you know, off of WWE property or something, and all of a sudden clocks him one somewhere and all that stuff, I mean, I think even one tiny punch is going to make a big wrestling headline. I can tell you that right now. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with that. There are good points all around here, gentlemen. Uh, we still haven't heard anything from the human suppressor machine, John Gross, since he left us our uh, history and birthdays. Uh, he's still on. I'm not sure if he is, unless he's had to step away here for a moment. But we'll get back to him. Hopefully we'll be able to find out his take on what happened, <coughs> his thoughts and opinions about last night's Monday Night Raw. In the meantime, let's go ahead and bring you this one more time. one seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. 444 Call ID. One three eight zero five five pound. This is episode four hundred and fifty five of the Mothership WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, February sixth, two thousand and eighteen. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo, uh, the Human Suplex Machine John Gross, <clears throat> the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, and of course the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie here with you this evening. Uh, programming note here, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night. Uh, well, two. Uh, first off, first off, I'll bring you tomorrow night's lineup. Of course, for our Triple Threat Wednesday. Uh, WWS outside the ropes, 141-387-pound. J.D. and I will bring you, of course, the latest uh, uh, pop culture uh, headlines from Fort Lauderdale and other sources. And also we'll get, uh, we'll get uh, uh, J.D. in that, fi- in that uh, fireproof suit. That's from 6.30 to 7.30, of course, on Talk Shoe. Tomorrow night also from 8 to 9, 139-925-pound. WWS Wrestling Debate, and I'm sure it will be a smoking debate tomorrow night, as, of course, they'll talk about the, the kingdom. We'll definitely be talking about everything from Raw, SmackDown, um, of course, uh, all of the wrestling stories making around, including, of course, all the developments going in towards the Elimination Chamber. We'll definitely burn that to you tomorrow night. And, of course, uh, WWS Revolution, of course, I'll be back on at 9 o'clock with, of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays. We'll also be bringing you, of course, uh, our thoughts and opinions on what happened tonight on SmackDown and some other fun stuff here as well. One three eight zero five five pound for that. Uh, so be sure to join us for our Triple Threat Wednesday here tomorrow night. Also, a program tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we did not have tonight earlier this evening. We did not have an episode of WWS Wrestling Be Visited due to, of course, to uh, due to uh, other commitments oh on part of, uh, of King Ice. But I did, I did. This time out that uh, they have we have rescheduled, revisited for Thursday night at seven o'clock, one three nine nine two six pound. As of course they'll be uh, come back on and bringing uh, uh, <clears throat> the, uh, a moment from wrestling history as they as they hop back hop back into the WWS time machine and uh, look and look back in time for some great moments here, of course, in wrestling history, uh, paper past paper views, past moments from. Raw, SmackDown, Nitro, we'll talk about it. Um, but Rest Revisited will be back. We'll be on at 7 o'clock uh, Thursday night, right here on Talk to You, like the 139-926-pound. And, of course, right before the second installment of, of course, NWO Wolfpack with our live video feed coming from Wrestling Done Right. Uh, of course, uh, Wrestling News and Views, History and Birthdays, 
and of course other fun stuff will be taking place as well. Transform, the original Transformers. Um, 
G.I. Joe, we just recently posted the G.I. Joe and Transformers animated movies from back in the 80s on there. Uh, we even got a lot of Disney stuff on there, too, ladies and gentlemen, some older Disney stuff, indeed. Uh, and like I said, uh, including clips from, of course, uh, uh, one particular uh, Disney movie, I don't know if anyone remembers this, uh, Disney's version of Robin Hood, when they used animals for the central, central character. Uh, well, that was one of the best ones. That was that was truly awesome indeed. And it's not the whole movie, folks. It's just like clips of the movie. So there's different. They're, they're spread out throughout the page. If you want to take a look at that. Also, some retrospectives that was done. Some uh, uh, montages done by many people on YouTube of, of different characters. Uh, taught for everybody. Like from like I said, uh, Looney Tunes and every and everything else going on there, including uh, opening theme songs for a lot of the old cartoons during the from during the day, from back in the day. Some key moments from everything, even some stuff posted recently about the Flintstones. Uh, some moments from some episodes of the Flintstones. I'm sure everyone all remembers that too. So definitely check all that out here, folks. If, you, if you're a big fan of everything, uh, <clears throat> of, of everything, like I said, in the terms of, in terms of classic animation, but not nothing new here, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. I will go ahead and emphasize that nothing new is posted on this page. It's all classic stuff. You have my assurance on that. Uh, you can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WWUS cartoon history if you would like to, uh, take, a, to uh, take a gander at everything we've got going on there. And uh, leave your thoughts and opinions about each thing if you like, if you like what you see. So, um, so I'm sure we've got some fans of some classic animation right here. So definitely check that out right here indeed. Episode 4 from the 5. WWS Revolution, uh, Tuesday, February 6, 2018, 1724 444 7444. Call ID 138055 pound. Mr. WWS, Jason Jaw, the Iceman, Jerry D. Jualmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, the Rattlesnake, Anil Patel, and also the <clears throat> Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, is here with us here this evening. Uh, let me see. Um, I don't, know, I'm sure JD, I don't know if J.D. brought this story up or not. He brought this to my attention here just recently. Uh, oh, and before we bring up that bring that story, I will let you know here that uh, on our live video chat from WWS Universe, uh, we do have another uh, 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and a multiple title holder as part of our Trivia Championship Series. <clears throat> the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, has now joined us now via the uh, live video feed, of course, from WWS Universe. And welcome to 455, myself, J.D., John, Anil, and uh, Fonzie is here. Uh, so uh, welcome and welcome in here on our chat here indeed. Uh, anyway, J.D. brought something to my attention here. I'm sure you don't know if he's already talked about it or not. I'm sure, and I'm sure maybe John or Fonzie can possibly confirm if he didn't mention this on Raw Radio yesterday or not. But uh, um uh, this is non-wrestling related. I will go ahead and mention this. Uh, there have there was another, sadly, another death in the entertainment industry. Uh, I'm sure everyone here remembers the TV show Frasier, which was a spinoff of Cheers. Oh, Frasier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gentleman uh, John Mahoney, who played Frasier and Niles' father on the show, Martin. Uh, passed away here. I do believe a couple of my, couple of days ago. I think JD informed yes. me of this. Um. 
and he was uh, 77, I believe you said, J.D., is that correct? 77 or something like that, yeah. Just 77, okay. Uh, was there an official cause for his passing, J.D., to your knowledge? Uh, they have not said what it was, though. They have not said, okay. Uh, uh-huh. Of course, like a funny, a funny man indeed. Uh, of course, uh, uh, really, really brought brought out really a, uh, the best in uh, Kelsey Grammer's main character. Of course, the doctor. No, 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 no. So, uh, but uh, of course, another sad TV, per- sadly, another TV personality has left us here this year. Mm-hmm. And of course, like I said, Fra- Frazier's father from the TV show Frazier has passed away at the age of seventy-seven. Uh, but uh, uh, let me see here. Uh, well, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. You ready to get your big booty spanked? Bring it. JD. <laughs> whoa, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait a minute here. Uh, JD and Fonzie here. Uh, yeah. I've been hitting this last little bit. I uh, wonder what this is all about here. Hmm. Uh, I'm... I'm getting my title back, where we discussed last week. Oh, oh, that's right. Uh-huh, see? Uh, uh-huh. Yes, yes, gentlemen, if you remember, as Fonzie just now brought to my attention, yes. Yes, I just, forgive me about that, Fonzie. We've had a whole lot of time. that's okay, that's all right. Uh, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, uh, not too long ago, uh, the WWUS United States Championship was vacated by uh, someone that won it during our Revolution Reborn uh, uh, pay-per-view event. Uh, but unfortunately, the belt had not been defended for a while. He did come to my attention and bring it to my attention, and he had to, he gave the belt back due to the fact that he was not able to defend the, the title due to uh, time constraints, I believe is what the, what the final call was. So we did actually have... Um, we did actually have... Uh, um, involving everyone that was on, I think that, excuse me, that particular episode of Revolution that night, and uh, and and in a in a I guess as uh, for no pun to the Hardy Boys, a twist of fate <laughs> took place as the Heartbreak Kid Fonzie won his first championship here in WWS by picking up the United States Heavyweight Belt. Uh, Fonzie, I think he got to hold it for about what a week. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, even probably uh, right. no, even well, a week. Right. Well, but uh, and, until of course the Iceman Jared DiGiromo did get by him in a special challenge match, and Fonzie has vowed to go back after it. And of course, obviously, since nothing else is going on, I do not see any reason why we can't simply just go ahead and uh, do that one right now. Uh, we were kind of hoping. Ladies and gentlemen, we were kind of hoping to have the birthday girl on here tonight, the bike with Michelle Lynn Dodds on, but I'm sure, obviously, uh, due to, of course, uh, I'm sure other reasons, of course, obviously, of course, with her son being in school here and there and other things going on, I'm sure she was not able to. And, of course, her family may have taken her out to eat for her birthday so or something special. So, so ladies and gentlemen, ha- once again, I'd like to say happy birthday from everyone here at WWS to our own Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds. And I will, and of course, we do have a surprise for MLD once she does return. Um, and we're not going to say what it is. Um, I'm sure JD does have an idea as to what I'm referring to, but we won't say right away. Um, so uh, JD will keep that hush hush for the time. I have not seen a word. 
Uh, no, me neither. Thank you very much. Um, Anne's not even on now. I'm sure Neil and John will not say anything there, too. Okay. So, gentlemen, I, I don't, see, I don't see any... Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, for I gotta use the bathroom real quick. So, uh, uh, yeah, go ahead, and then when I come back home, we'll do we'll do that. Uh, get my belt back. I'm JD. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Fonte has a drink lizard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, that's, uh, that sounded kind of nasty. Okay, yeah. Um, that was funny. So who cares, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh let me see here. Um so let me see while we go ahead and try to find the and and guys, even if I have to use one we've done before, I mean I uh, I mean there's there's just not any new ones coming up on here. Uh I have perused everything and I and and for some reason I'm not seeing any new stuff coming on here at all whatsoever because I'm just seeing some of the same stuff here because uh, I'm sure every well there may be an exception here. Uh, yeah, but that's that's not. Um, it's, it's wrestling jeopardy, but it's not the wrestling we're accustomed to talking about. This may be talking about wrestling as in college wrestling and Olympic wrestling. I don't think anybody here knows anything about that. No. Nope. Uh, I, uh, I hate to keep going backwards and trying to find somebody here, uh, trying to find something here. Um, but if I, I mean, and I apologize to those involved, but I mean, I, I was saying one of those about sumo wrestling, right? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's hilarious. Uh, no, uh, no, I'm not. Uh, well, uh, the most recent ones I'm finding is January of last year. So I hate to go back on. You know what? I'll tell you what. Since it, since it is somewhat recent, uh, hmm. well, let me see here. Okay, we'll I'll tell you what, we'll do this one. And while we wait for Fozzie to get back from uh, from taking care of his business, uh, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, but I also have to step away and I think the same thing. So, J.D., uh, since I've already given the plug, anything else you wish to mention, please go ahead and proceed. I will be back shortly. All right. <clears throat> Don't forget this Thursday night, Wolfpack Radio will be back at 
Mr. WCW himself comes on the line along with the Black Widow, and of course the King of Kings, who we hope we'll be hearing from him relatively shortly. And the call ID is one three eight four four pound. That begins every Monday at three p.m. till five p.m. I'm back. All right, so I'll be back in a sec. You set the Everybody back on now. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I had to take Tom Brady to the Super Bowl. Guys, during the lizard. Uh, <laughs> 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 Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> okay, uh, JD, you know the ritual, sir. If you would mind, sir, please hand me the belt. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you very much, sir. I have that belt well in hand now. Of course, as we all know, this uh, written wrestling in, in wrestling jeopardy here. Uh, of course, the winner with the most points after after, of course, the the big round and of course, final jeopardy uh, <clears throat> will be crowned. The WWE will be crowned the champion, and whatever whatever championship is on the line will be, of course, that belt. There you go. Okay. Let's go ahead. Let me go ahead and take care of the proper situations here. <laughs> All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the following contest is under Wrestling Jeopardy rules, and it is for the WCWS United States Heavyweight Championship. That's appropriate. That's what it was called in WCW. So there you go. <clears throat> First off, the challenger, hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he is of course a Raw Radio contributor and a 2000. 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. He is the Heartbreak Kid. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and <laughs> and of course his opponent, also hailing from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, he is the current WWS United States Heavyweight Champion. He is the Iceman JD. Jared D. Geronimo Mo 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 Larry Curley's three studios in <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. Okay. That's right. I, as I explained, of course, one of the most points after the that after of course uh, uh, a regular play and of course the final Jeopardy round will of course be the new WWUS United States champion. Okay, and ladies and gentlemen, since uh, JD and Fonzie are going to be taking this, taking part in this, I will make the call as to if whether or not, you know, uh, I will act as judge in this in this contest here as well. So, okay, let's go ahead and get things going here. And I think y'all, y'all, before I get started, y'all might want to know what the category. <clears throat> y'all might want to know what the categories are. So let's go ahead and break them down here too. Uh, the categories are. 
Parts Unknown, On the Map, Raven, Foreign Objects, and Types of Matches. Now, of course, there is no actual Final Jeopardy category, so the uh, Final Jeopardy questions, whichever question is left after all of them have been used, the final one will be considered the Final Jeopardy question. And, of course, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, and 500 are the values. Uh, <clears throat> uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, and I two, just heard two. apparently we got another person who is in, well, we talked about this guy before. We can now say Steve Wynn has resigned as chairman and CEO of Wynn Resorts. Oh, okay. Apparently he has been under pressure when apparently he was accused of sexual harassment. Uh, as we and of course as we've been hearing here lately, that's been the overall cause for a lot of these big big wigs not uh, losing their jobs big time. Uh, in order to get started here, uh, we'll flip a coin and see who goes first. JD is the champion. You choose heads or tails. Tails. And tails, and it is. It is heads. So the challenger goes first. Bonzi, my man, you are first, my man. All right, let's go. Okay, you heard you heard one, two, three, four, and five hundred. You heard yeah. categories. You may proceed with the first question. And of course, no one else is. If, if, if say whatever, whichever one you pick, Fonzie, uh, if um, um, no one else will have an opportunity to answer that question, of course, will be thrown out. There you go. Yeah. There you go. All right, Fonzie, uh, please please choose a category. Okay, I'm going to go for unknown. For 100. Parts unknown 100. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> okay, uh, Fonzie. In the early 90s, he came from parts unknown. He was matched by Mr. Fuji, wore a furry vest and a horned helmet. Then after a while, he returned to parts unknown. He was also known for saying, husk, husk, husk. Oh shit! Um, can I get a hint? Um, yeah. Um, I think I, I think I might be able to. Let me see. Uh, let me see. He, he, you could have called him, you could have called him crazy, but of course, uh, it that didn't start with the letter, and I will tell you, it does start with the letter B, as in boy. But another word for crazy is what basically is what I'm saying. Fun. Okay. It starts with a B. Mm-hmm. Starts with the letter B. Mm-hmm. Yes. Can I say boogeyman? Is that your final answer? Uh, yes. That's a good guess. The answer is the berserker. Shit. Berserker. Good, good, good guess. That was a good guess. Very good. Oh, oh, Remember two things here, as I mentioned before. First off, yes. you, I know that uh, you're doing this to win, and and that's understandable. I mean, of course, JD knows this too. But you also got to keep in mind here that 
it's always it's always it's always you know um, by by taking taking the shot though at least it, it shows that that you're 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 not trying your best and like I said before I mean um, like I said I mean any anything like that is you know that I even felt that came very close even though I know that was Boogeyman one didn't come till later on sure yeah, I know but, but I mean. But still, you did. You still, you did. A, so that was a that was a good guess. That was a, that was a great. Yeah. Try. Okay. Great try. Uh, so JJ, you're up next. I'll take Raven for five hundred. Raven for five hundred. Oh, okay. Okay, JD. JD in WCW, Raven had a group of rejected wrestlers he controlled, known by this name. What was the flock? And that's my final answer. Yeah, it was a flock or Raven's flock. Yes, indeed. So JD. Is up at as up at five hundred already. Bonzi, you're up next, sir. Uh, uh, what was the other categories besides um parts unknown? On the map, Raven, foreign objects, and types of matches. Uh, give me types of matches for 100. Types of matches for one, okay. There you go. All right. Fonzie, <clears throat> listen very carefully. WWE has had four boiler room brawls, all of them involving Mankind, who defeated The Undertaker in the first brawl, and Big Show in the third brawl, but he lost the second brawl and the fourth brawl to this man. I'm going to say Kane as my final answer. That's also another good guess. The answer is Triple H. God damn it. I had a, I had a hint ready to go, Fonzie, but you took it. I know, I know. I, I thought I knew it. Yeah, God. Because well, I yeah, know he lost. It was back in the day anyway, so I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. J.D., you're up next. J.D. All right, I'm going to say give me uh, parts unknown for 300. Parts unknown for 300. Here you go, J.D. All right, J.D., in 1992, this voodoo doctor arrived in WWF from unknown parts and had rivalries with Ultimate Warrior and Bret Hart before vanishing in 1993. Who was Papa Shango? And that is my final answer. Yep, that's script, Papa Shango. So, J.D., just know 300 J.D. is up to 800. Oh, my goodness. Don't worry, Papa. There's still plenty more to choose from, the man. So, uh, please go ahead and proceed. And yeah, yes, I know. I'm thinking. Yes, I'm thinking. You were thinking. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I'm going to go types of matches for 500. Ooh, going for the big guns here. Types of matches, 500. You go here, Fonzie. <clears throat> okay, Fonzie. Mr. Kennedy defeated this man in 9 minutes, 15 seconds at the 2006 Survivor Series in a first blood match. Come on. Who was the guy again? 
Okay, let me, I'll, I'll repeat one more time for you. Mr. Kennedy defeated this man in 9 minutes, 15 seconds at the 2006 Survivor Series in a first blood match. Can I give it in? Uh, well, I think this is going to be obvious, but I'll give it to you anyway. Ozzy, I hope that you never rest in peace. The Undertaker. That's your final? Yes. And Fonzie is on the board. Yeah. He's got... got, I had a feeling if you would have said this RIP, I would have got it. Seriously, I, I, I was thinking about Kane or The Undertaker. That was my, that was my other two because the other the Kane always said rest in peace too sometimes. And yeah, yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, so I had those two. I think that's what yeah. it is. That's but you I have to go with the original. And also, I was also going to also say that this man debuted at the Survivor Series. I don't know if that was. Oh, <laughs> They did debut it. Yeah. That's right. So, J.D., you're up next. J.D.'s up 800 to 500 now. All right, let's go back to Raven for 300. Raven for three. Okay, you're good, J.D. Okay, J.D., known as a Ravens rules match, it was this type of match, type of a match popular in the late 90s to early 2000s. That would be a... If you said... It wasn't Raven's Rules anymore, right? Well, no, no, it's known, okay, let me repeat it, it's known as a Raven's Rules match. It was this type of match that was, was popular in the late 90s to early 2000s. What is an Extreme Rules match? Let me see. You know what? Cause I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be the one to make the call here tonight. Uh, I'm going to give it to you, J.D., so, but uh, it was a, actually a hardcore match that I will give it to you in this case. Since it was, of course, opposition being WCW, of course, they didn't use the term hardcore that much in WCW, but, yeah. uh, but J.D., I will give it to you here this time around here. So, As Robin Williams said in Aladdin there, J.D., Elmar Fides. No, let's pick with Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> you're up there. Uh. Okay. Um, parts unknown for five hundred. Okay, parts unknown for five hundred. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I... Thank you. <laughs> but they but they just sneak up on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I had one hanging right before you got here, and I thought it would never come out. About five minutes later, JD can tell you it finally went. Yeah. Okay, anyway, let's get to the question here. 500 in uh, Parts Unknown. Fonzie, if you came from Parts Unknown, you often had face paint, wild hair, and brute strength, as did this intense wrestler who ran to the ring and shook the ropes. Who was the omnipotent warrior? That's my final answer. And Fonzie, you would be correct, sir. I believe that was another 500. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, let's see. And so now a close one. JD is at 1,100. Fonzie is at 1,000. So, oh, getting good here. I'm loving it. JD, you're up next, my man. 
Give me parts unknown for 200. Parts unknown for two. Okay, here we go. Okay. J.D., Byron Dewey Robertson developed this wild man character who hailed from parts unknown with green and blue face paint and weirdly shaved head later in his career. Who was the missing link? And that is my final answer. Um, or Max, the missing link. You are correct, yes. Ah, one. All right, there you have it right there. Uh, Fonzie, you're up next. Okay. And just in case you need um, to know, I can repeat the, everything if you need to know what, what, what is left. Yes. Okay. Parts unknown, 400. On the map, all five clues. Ravens, one, Raven, one, two, and four. Foreign objects, all five clues. And types of matches, two, three, and four. On the map for 300. On the map for 300. Fonzie, here we go. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, Gail Kim was born in this Canadian city but, resi- but resides in this U.S. city both of them beginning with the letter T. And Fonzie, before you answer, before you answer, um, I'm going to, and uh, and and I'm not, and and JD, uh, I will do this for you as well. If one of these questions, questions like, if, if the answer to this question comes up, like what I'm about, about to mention right here, uh, just to give you a heads up there, sir. But I, yeah. One thing I don't like to do is play favorites here, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. But I will let you know here there are two answers to this question. If you get at least one of them, you get the points. Is that fair enough, guys? Yeah, that's fair. Yep. Okay. Uh, All right, you... All right Fonzie, there you go. Okay. You so, she was born at the place in Canada. In Canada right? Right. Where she resides in a U.S. city. Both of these, however, both these cities begin with the letter T. If you know both of them, you can tell. Letter E. No, one of them. the letter T is in Tom. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm right. going to say Toronto, Canada, Ontario, and I'm going to say there's a bunch of. I'm going to say. Texas is my well, other one. Well, U.S. city, though, not state. You say city? U.S. Yeah, she was born in a Canadian city, but she resides in this U.S. city. Both of both cities begin with the letter T. I said Texas. Well, Texas is a state. But... Oh, the city. Oh, okay. Shit. So. Oh, yeah. I'm going to say... I know Toronto is one of them, the city. I know that. We're not asking for that, right? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, like I said, yes. Mana was asking for is the city she was born in, which was in Canada, and the city... That she lives in. She is, okay. Uh, right. I said Toronto, Canada. Uh, I'm going to say Tampa, Florida. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay. Bonzi, you're correct on both of them. Toronto and Tampa. 
Yes. Woo! Nice. Fine job. Fine job there indeed. (laughs) There's a team, Tallahassee, Florida, and there's Tennessee, uh, uh, Knoxville, Knoxville, whatever, Memphis, Tennessee, Memphis. That's another one. Right, right. But as I said, the question was was asking for cities. A city, yeah. We'll start with a T, and I said Texas is a state, Tennessee is a state. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> oh, my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, we are tied at 1,300 between J.D. and Bonzi in the quest for the WWS United States Championship. J.D., my man, you're up next. Let's go with what's left in Raven. Uh, Raven has one, two, and four left. Four. Raven for 400. Ooh, okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, J.D., in 2001, Raven destroyed Perry Saturn's inanimate friend, a mop named Mobby, into one of these. What was a wood chipper? And that is my final answer. That's correct. It was a wood chipper. Yes, indeed. So, J.D. gets another 400. He's up to 17 points. It's neck and neck here, folks. It's getting all our matches here in the Trivia Championship Series, folks. I will say, go ahead and say right here and now, have been spectacular. And they, they do not disappoint. So go back and listen to some of our shows that has these matches in them. Downright unique. And we'll go past 11 o'clock hour here, guys. So we're it's all getting good here. Uh, Fonzie, you're up next, I mean. Okay. Uh... Well, which one was not touched yet, except for the map? I think it was foreign objects. All five clues are still there. Foreign objects for 400. Foreign objects for four. Okay. All right, Fonzie. All right. Fonzie, for a while, William Regal would use these metal items to knock out his opponents for an easy win. Win. All right. With, what was brass knuckles is my final answer. Oh, Fonzie, you did it again. My goodness. Yes. He cooking tonight, folks. The, he is cooking. He always yep. brings the uh, brass knuckles in his uh, yep. trunk. You always do that. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yes, indeed. And once again, ladies and we are tied at 1,700. J.D. and are neck and neck. They both want to keep this piece of gold. Who is going to come out with this? Right now, we can't say. We don't know because it is that exactly. close. Good. J.D., you're up next, please. All right. You know what? I'm going to go with uh, foreign objects. What's left in the foreign object category? Uh, one, two, three, and five. Five. Oh, boy, I knew he was going for the big one here. Five hundred foreign objects. Okay, okay, J.D., here we go. This is a long clue, J.D., so listen very carefully. Uh, Often managers bring objects to the ring, which their wrestlers can use as a weapon. Being the classic guy he was, Freddie Blassie brought this, a less conspicuous item than other managers often would. What was a cane? Uh, uh, Or a belt. No, I'm just is that your final answer, Jake? Yep, so, yep, yep. Okay. And you're correct, Kane, or we will accept it a walking stick, but same difference, yes. Uh, so, uh, 
So uh, JP has jumped up here with another 500. There he is indeed. Fozzie, you're up with him, man. We're still cooking. Let's go. Yeah. Every time I get right, he gets the right. Jeez. Uh, but you got to admit, though, Fozzie, uh, by listening to the answer to these, you are learning a little something. Yeah, I know. Uh, you can um, tell your friends and family about it. There you go. <laughs> uh... God. Oh man! You're on the map I again. I got a new slogan here, guys. I got a new slogan here. Uh, when and whenever someone talks about uh, uh, anything, you know, going on wrestling and all that, you know what? You know what our tagline should be? Hmm. Should, they'll say, "I heard it on WCWS." Ooh, that, that, that is good. That is good, though. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Please go ahead. Yeah, uh, give me. Uh, on the map, what's left on the map? One, two, four, and five. You mean for 500? The last 500 clue in, in this, guys. And we can All tell right. you that tonight, however, Jimmy Uso and Naomi did defeat Goldust and Mandy Rose. Oh, that, the Mixed Max Challenge is getting pretty darn good. So yes. There you go. All right. All right, uh, let's see. Fonzie is yours. Say 500 and all the, on the map. Uh, listen very carefully here, uh, Fonzie. Since the early 1960s, live wrestling has been held at this venue in Daly City, California. Some of the last major shows were WCW Super Brawl in 1997, 98, and 2000, and WWE's No Way Out in 2004. Can I get a hint? Uh, well... Maybe maybe you might get it from this. Uh, like I said, forgive me. You know, if sometimes my hints do not come out well, but I'm going to take a shot at this. Moon Kingdom. Where? Where was it? New Kingdom? Kingdom. I said Moon Kingdom. Well, it was a cow kingdom. That's your final. Yes. Okay, for Fonzie, I know I know he's your opponent, but I've got to, in this case, i got to have a little bit of an opinion. What do you think, J.D.? Yeah. I mean, that's fine. I mean, I mean, he didn't know the whole name, but we'll give it to him on this one. Okay, yeah, J.D., Fonzie, it's the cow palace that you are. Cow palace, okay. You're going to get it because you said you did say moo. You did say cow. Yeah. Who wants some steak? Oh, the moo. I'm ready to moo. Oh boy, that was lingering. Sorry, JD. Go ahead. All right, give me Raven for three hundred. Uh, Raven also has one and two. Two. Two hundred and Raven. Okay, here we go. Okay. JD, after leaving WWF, he came up with Raven, who debuted in late 1994 for ECW, where he had a several-year feud with this wrestler, even having him crucified. Who was the Sandman? That's your final answer? Yep. I have Tommy Dreamer. 
Sandman was crucified, not Dreamer. Hmm. Well, I'm not discounting that because you How are. How much was that worth, though? No, and, and ladies and gentlemen, before, before we go any further, my apologies here, folks. We lost our second video from Universe. I'm sorry about that. But there are, will be two videos on there you can go back and watch a little bit later. Uh, well, wait a minute. Well, like I said, you got to remember there, guys, I didn't make these. So, uh, <laughs> uh, JD, I'm going to. I mean, you are. You do know. You are. Man I'll take half on this one. Are you? Are you sure? Yeah. But I was going to give it to you anyway because even I'll though we know all about half on this one. Okay. Well, I'd like to find out who it was that did it. Okay. Well, that's only 100 there, J.D., so. I'll take 50 then. I'll take it? Okay. All right. But you say you said the answer was supposed to be Sandman? Yeah, Sandman was the answer. Yeah. So they say it was Raven on his debut crucified to Sandman? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, Sandman did, yeah. Because Kurt Angle was there that night when it happened, yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, like I said, hey, I'm not doubting your work, but you know a whole lot about ECW here, so I'm, we're going to take your word for it. Okay. Thank you very much for clarifying that, J.D. I appreciate that. Uh, Fonzie, you, sir, you're up next. Uh, what's the lap? <clears throat> Parts Unknown, 400. On the map, 1, 2, and 4. Raven, 100. Foreign Objects, 1, 2, and 3. And Types of Matches, 2, 3, and 4. All right. Let me close it out. Uh... The parts are unknown. Let me close that out. Okay, Fonzie's going to take the final clue in parts unknown and clear that category out for 400. Here you go. Here, uh, uh, here you go right here, Fonzie. All right, here's the clue. A circus clown who doesn't tell you where he's from is kind of creepy and does this dark jester who had some fine matches with Randy Savage, Mr. Perfect, Marty Jannetty, and Bret Hart came from parts unknown. Can I get a, a little hint? Uh, well, hmm. He was, and JD, correct me if I am wrong on this. He was the only one out of the legends that came on Raw leading up to their 1,000th episode back in 2012. That he Slater defeated. And that's the best clue I can think of. That's more recent. More recent. Something that that that, that this character, that this wrestler, recent that this wrestler did. He was the only uh, one Slater defeated out of all the legends that he faced. Each later beat this guy? Right, right. Because, see, like, he, if you remember back in 2012, uh, um, they in the summer of 2012, I think, J.D., that, if that's correct, yeah. they celebrated the 1,000th episode of Monday Night mm-hmm. Raw. But in the weeks leading up to that, they had a legend come on Raw, mm-hmm. and, and he would wrestle Heath Slater. And, this, and each... Each legend 
defeated Heath Slater with the exception of one, and the only one that Heath Slater defeated was this man here, was the one that we're, that, uh, that we're talking about here. In an actual match, basically. As soon as you say the answer, if I say it wrong, if I didn't know it, I'm going to shoot myself. Uh, I, I don't know who it is. Okay, well, that, that's okay. That, that, is that your final decision? Yes, I guess so, yeah. Doink the clown. Oh, I knew it. Oh, my God, I knew yes, it. Yes, folks, because on that, I, don't know, I don't know if it was not too long before the 1,000th episode of Raw, Heath Slater actually defeated Doink the Clown in a match. But then after a while, Heath Slater was celebrating, Diamond Dallas Page came out behind him and um, and uh, actually was, gave, they gave him a diamond cutter. Yeah, that's right. So this was that was about six, not even six years ago when that happened. So, yeah. yep. Was that not, not too long before? Was that, the, was that the man, J.D.? Let me ask you this right fast. Huh. Was that the actual gentleman that played Doink? When that character was first, first I started. think it was, yeah, because he passed away shortly thereafter. Matt Bourne, maniac Matt Bourne. Right. Okay. Okay. So, wasn't there more than one person that portrayed Doink? There was a bunch of uh, bunch of uh, some people took care of Doink the clown. Hold on, I'll pull mm-hmm. them up. But Matt Bourne was obviously the most obvious one. Was with yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the score? It's still a close match. Yeah, but you got 50. I was, I think, you're, you're up 50, oh. I think. Okay, Is that correct? Hold on, we'll check out right now. We'll check it right now. JD has, let me see, let me see. JD has 2,300, and Fonzie has... Is twenty two hundred, so it's so it's uh, so JD's up by one hundred. Very close match. Very close. That, but very very close there indeed. Uh, uh, JD cards unknown category is no longer in play. I'm going to take. I don't revolution. I want to say yeah. Give me Raven. Uh, what's left in Ravens? One hundred is the last clue. I'll take the last one in Raven. Um, J.D.'s going to close out the category on Raven with 100, and here it is. All right, J.D., he'd wrestled for five years with a couple of names before being a manager in the WWF in 1988-89, where he led the Quebecers to three tag team title reigns. Who was Johnny Polo? And that is my final answer. And, J.D., you are correct. It was, in fact, Johnny Polo. All right. Okay. Fonzie? Raven, the Raven category is no longer valid as well. Let me tell you what is still what is still in play. On the map, one, two, and four. Foreign objects, one, two, and three. And types of matches, two, three, and four. On the map for what's left on the map left? One, two, and four. Give me for four. 
Okay, found it on the map for 400. Here it is. Okay. <clears throat> TNA's total nonstop deletion took place at the Hardy compound in this city and state. Um, can I give a hint? Well, the only one that, I, that comes to play and it's where the Hardys are from. Uh, Are you from? And again, and JD, I'm sure you would agree with this. If you get at least one, one of one of the two correct, uh, I will still give it to you full points. That sounds fair. Okay. I can't. So, JD, you do agree with that? Yes, that's what? Okay. Now, right. I, I can't name where he is. So, so, your, so your final decision is? Nothing. <laughs> Cameron, North Carolina. As, uh... That's what they were. That's what they always. They were built from, of course, when they were in the WWE. I was so. gonna say North Carolina. Oh, I knew it. I was that's gonna okay. say Charlotte. Okay. That, well, that is not actually not too far away. It's uh, right. another area that, that that's near is Pinehurst, where there's a, of course a world famous uh, golf course. Well, Pinehurst Resort. Yes, that's correct. JD, uh, you're up next, please. I'm going to take our parts unknown. What's left in that category? Parts unknown is empty now. It's gone. Okay. And Raven's gone. Uh, what's left? On the map, 1 and 200. Foreign optics, 1, 2, and 3. Types of matches, 2, 3, and 4. Types of matches for 4. Types of matches for 4. Here we go, JD. Jeff Hardy knows what goes up must come down, and he's far and away the most experienced wrestler in these types of matches. What is the lad, uh, ladder match? That's your final answer? Yep. And you are correct, sir. It is a, at the ladder match. <laughs> 2000. Okay. Yes, and of course, he's, they proved that time and time again. I think, what was I think the last biggest one they had was when they returned last year at WrestleMania, yep. I think. Indeed. So. Oh, Bonzi, uh, on the map, one and two. Foreign optics, one, two, and three. And tops of matches, two and three. On the map for 200. On the map, 200. Here you go, Bonzi. Okay. Uh, Bonzi, New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom is held in this venue. Can I give a hint? Uh, it's, I guess you could consider it the big, it's in the, I guess you could say the biggest city in Japan. Oh, okay. Tokyo, Japan? JD, an opinion. Yes, he gets it. Full, full or half? 
people. If I you're going to get it's the Tokyo Dome, so you you got it. So there yeah. you go. Okay, there you go. So everyone is to both JD you and Fonzie are doing fantastic here, ladies. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is like I said for the WWUS United States Heavyweight Championship. Fonzie looks to regain the belt that he lost not too long ago to the Iceman Jared DiGiolamo. And so far, between both members, both gentlemen, of course, as you hear on Raw Radio every Monday afternoon, it's getting to be a very intense matchup indeed. Uh, JD, on the map, 100. Foreign objects, 1, 2, and 3. Types of matches, 2 and 3. On the map, a 3. Well, on the map's got 100 left. Right. So you want that one? Okay, he's going to clean out on the map. Okay, here we go. J.D., WWE headquarters are located in this city and state. Stanford, Connecticut, that's my final answer. That's correct. It is Stanford, Connecticut. J.D. gets another 100. All right. All right, Fonzie, on the map is gone. Uh, foreign objects, one, two, and three. Types of matches, two and three, are still left. Uh, types of matches for 300. Yeah, okay, tops of matches, 300. Here we go. <clears throat> okay, Fonzie, here we go. Having other wrestlers surround the wrestling ring to prevent one of the competitors from fleeing is called this type of match. What is the lumberjack match is my final answer. Excellent guess. That's correct, sir. Well, Not bad. Well, yes, indeed. And Fonzie, it's another 300. Okay, J.D., you're up next. Gimmick matches, what's left? Uh, Tots of matches, 200 is still the only one. I'll take it out and close it out. All right, Tots of matches for 200. Here you go, J.D. J.D., at Survivor Series in November 2010, Lay Cool lost the Divas title to this woman in a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, You said 2010, right? Yeah, Survivor Series in 2010, that's right. All right, give me a minute here. Do not tell me. Let me think how I... I'm not going to say a word. What? Don't even look it up either. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, no. Our guys don't do that. No, no. No, we don't. <laughs> Who was, however, Natalia? That is my final answer. And JD is correct. It was, in fact, Natalia. And so that was, what, what was that one again? Uh, two, right? Yeah, two. It was two? Two. All right. Okay. Fonzie, the only category left. So, so guys, I will go ahead and tell you, uh, whichever two you pick out of this, the final category will be, out, the question will be out of this category, and that will be foreign objects. So, Fonzie, one, two, and three is still left. Which one would you like? Go for three. Foreign objects for 300. Here you go, <clears throat> Fonzie. At Starcade 1998, Kevin Nash defeated Goldberg for the title and, and also ended his undefeated streak with the interference from Scott Hall and this foreign object. Can I get a hint? Uh, hmm. Uh, oh, I know what it is. It's the pipe. My final answer. It's a what? Steel pipe. That's your final answer? Yeah. 
Good guess. The answer is a cattle prod. Oh, the cattle prod. Oh. J.D., I will go ahead and tell you about this. I was about to use the, in the, in the hint, I wanted to say I was about to use the word stun, but I thought that was going to be a dead giveaway. I was going to say use to, uh, like a, something to uh, deal with animals or something like that. I was going with that, too. But that was a good yeah. guess, though. That was a real good guess. That was a good guess, yeah, indeed. So I don't, I, no, I have to tell you the truth though. Scott Hall would hit Goldberg with a pipe. I don't, I, I think Goldberg probably would have, would probably broken that in half with his chest. Either that or he would have been <laughs> busted open, bleeding, however, because Hall would have hit him so hard he probably would have stunned him. Yeah, 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 that's true too, indeed. All right, JD, one in 200 is left. Whichever one is left is used for the final Jeopardy category. Question. Okay, uh, I can tell you right now, I will do. Uh, inanimate objects for 100. For 100, okay. Which means four objects for 200 becomes the final Jeopardy question, guys. Here we go, J.D. All right. Jim, Jim Cornette usually carries this object with him to ringside and has become involved in more than a few matches. Somebody call my mama. What is a tennis racket? Yes, indeed. It was and I can tell you right now, real quick, however, we will have heard that next week, however, in Bakersfield, Dolph Ziggler will be returning, however, and also... It is now official. It will be Sami Zayn versus KO versus AJ in a triple threat for the championship at Fastlane. I knew they were going to go that route. I knew they were going to go that yep. route. Yep. Yeah, that was... That, that was official tonight. <laughs> My goodness. Absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, as we go into Final Jeopardy here, and as while well, J.D. and Fonzie get themselves warmed up here, ready to go... Let's run down here. Well, first off, what a dynamite performance indeed here by both of these gentlemen uh, in a what was been a very very close. Uh, let, me, let me tell you, Chad, she's asleep already, but uh, she let me give you the message. But a very very close uh, 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 game here, uh, guys. Here, like I said, this match, like the WWS United States Championship, will be decided after this question. Uh, let me go ahead and just run down here. What everyone has. Here so far, uh, JD, you have. Hold on one second. JD has thirty-two hundred going into this. Fonzie has. Fonzie has twenty-seven hundred. So, and like I said before here, folks, I will ask the question. And, of course, J.D. and uh, Fonzie, I, I guess they'll probably wait till I ask this question. If they feel they can answer this and all that, they will, I'm, like I said, they'll risk whatever amount they want, um, <clears throat> from from nothing to a huge amount, of course, obviously. Uh, and, <clears throat> and, of course, whoever has the highest score after 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 Final Jeopardy play will be Crown the WWS United States Champion. And Bobby got that out of the way. That way he can clear his mind and clear his thoughts. Uh, JD and Fonzie, gentlemen, I wish you both the very best of luck in the final Jeopardy round. And here, and both, uh, by all means, gentlemen, please come to the middle of the ring and shake hands before play. Yeah, there you go. Thank you very much. Two honorable Pennsylvania boys right there. Yes, sir. Indeed. 
see. All right, here we go. And the category of foreign objects. Listen to the question very carefully, gentlemen. At In Your House 7, in a no-holds-barred match for the WWF title, Diesel, who was the challenger, took this from Maurice Mad Dog Vachon, who was in the crowd, and he used it as a weapon. Think about that very carefully and figure out how much you want to wager. And please, and please uh, let me know whenever you are ready. I'm ready. Bonzi, are you prepared, sir? Yeah, let JD go first. Okay, JD. Uh, uh, Fonzie has has has, has uh, passed it to you to go first. Uh, <clears throat> first off, how much did you wager? Three thousand. You wagered three thousand. And what is and what is the answer? What is a wooden leg? That's your final. Yes. Okay. Would you say, JD? Wooden leg. Okay. Okay. All right, and Fonzie and JD has wagered three thousand. Uh, Fonzie, okay. first of all, how much have you wagered, sir? I'm going to say four thousand, and it's a wooden leg. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the answer. The first, I will tell you the answer. Um, and and I will and I will count and I will count this uh and I'll tell you the truth I will I will count this um and all that's because I think it's technically probably the, the same the same as saying this a prosthetic leg but same they they're both used for the same purpose so the answer stays okay yep. all right <clears throat> let me go ahead and give me a second here to tally up everything uh, both gentlemen, please sit tight and, I'll, and bear with me. I will be right back here. Uh, yeah, make sure, make sure I have everything all here because I want to be fair to both gentlemen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Stand by, gentlemen. What a great match, JD. It was. It was a hell of a match. I think oh, I shit. The I don't know who's got this. I mean, it's, it, I might have... I, I think I did, J.D. We'll see. I think oh, I hold beat on, you. Hold on, hold on. Hold, 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 right now. Okay. All right. And and going over going over here, and, and I want... And I'd like it to be fair to both. The reason why I asked for y'all to stand by, I want yeah, to double all the, all the scores that was done from regulation play, plus I wanted to make sure that I heard uh, <clears throat> that I heard your... Uh, wager JD correctly. You said three thousand added to your score, right. and Alfonso, you said four thousand added to yours. Yes. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> JD, your final score yep. is sixty-two hundred. Fonzie, your final score is sixty-seven hundred. So, ladies and gentlemen, your winner 
and the new WCWS United States Heavyweight Champion, the Heartbreak nice Kid, Fonzie. Fonzie, the belt. I got to do the comments. You know how I like to do this. Yep. Got to bring you in right here. How many did I have? What was the total on me? 6,200? You had, yes. So, so 67 to 62, yes. Not by much. Not by much. Oh. But uh, how did you feel the game was going throughout the whole, the batch was going throughout the whole today? All I can say is, however, I made one slip up, however, but I didn't wager enough, but I will come back for that U.S. title, however. He can have it for now, however. It was a close match all night long, but I will rematch him again. Enjoy it while you can, because it's not going to be in your possession for very long. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, Fonzie, uh, coming in now, first off, sir, the ritual here. Uh, let me go ahead and pass this along here. Here you go. Uh, 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 how's it? How's it feel once again, Fonzie, to hold on to that piece of gold? Well, just like JD said, <laughs> the the truck is on my back now. So I I want to enjoy this. Then whenever JD wants to challenge, I'll, I'll challenge. But okay. like I said, like I said, it was a very great match. It was a great match until the end. Um, I know I missed twice. I could have uh, could have did a little bit more, but but uh, yeah. So thanks, JD. It was a great match, but let me enjoy this for a little bit. Then, if you want to challenge me, I'm I'm willing to challenge. I'm not like Miss Bliss who won't won't. <laughs> <laughs> we'll fight a fight on our title. So I'm willing to do anything. So, okay. uh, yeah, so thanks. Uh, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> okay. Well, that's not a problem. And of course, I think I think he's just pretty much speechless here. Um, like I said, both men, terrific, both are terrific champions. Indeed, ladies and gentlemen, both put on one heck of a battle here. Uh, very close from the very beginning all the way to the end here. And the long run here, ladies and gentlemen, the Heartbreak Kid finally once again regained the, the WWS United States Heavyweight Championship. Once again, our congratulations to the Heartbreak Kid. Uh, and now he'll probably go home and have that belt beside him in his bed. So, so it's just, there you have it right there. Uh, is there anything you wish to add, sir, before we call it an evening? J.D.? Yes. Anything you wish to add before we call it an evening? No, I mean, it was a good match, and I will meet, meet him again down the road eventually, but I can tell you right now, however, the uh, only time and place when that U.S. title will be back in my hands, but i got to get ready, obviously, now for the biggest match of my life, our, the AWA U.S. title. And, John... I know you're listening, Howard. You have one piece of belt that I do want, however, and that is the Georgia Championship Wrestling title, the GCW US title. So I will oh. challenge you on Friday night if you're game, however. Thursday okay. or Friday. I'll let you know when, but right now I'm coming for your t- title next. Okay. And John did also, right before we did not realize, but John actually just left us a minute ago. So, but we will pa- we will pass along. I'm sure JD, you'll pass along that message to John, and I will as well. But so now the GCWS World Heavyweight Title Belt is now going to be coming into play here, and JD is hunt is is continuing his quest to hunt down all the gold here, folks. So we're going to wait. So 
Uh, we're going to see how that plays out, and you never know. Like I said, folks, um, you know, you know, one of these days, one gen, one person, well, I'm sure, will probably no doubt have all the belts in WWS, and I'm sure one of the men that is going to do that is the Ice Man right here, Jared D. Geronimo. It's going to be a terrific, a terrific, uh, another spectacular matchup as was tonight and every other match that we have had here and that we have ever had here in WWS. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. Terrific matchup there indeed. Uh, and definitely, like I said, <clears throat> and uh, definitely, like I said, uh, uh, as they say, save the moment because, you know, as J.D. says, you know, you got to have eyes in the back of your head so you don't have to watch it very, very closely. So, uh, so possibly the GCWS world title, world title will be, uh, uh, is now being, uh, um, thought of now and now and of course now the Iceman is now start is looking to go towards uh defending the AWA US World Heavyweight title against the Black Widow Michelle Lynn Dodds and hopefully like I said we were hoping to hear from her tonight but of course with tonight being her birthday I'm sure like I said she uh, uh was enjoying that with her family so I'm sure no doubt we will have her back on here mm-hmm. really and and of course we do have a special surprise for her but we will not reveal it until she is back on here to show with us. Hopefully it will be this week. So um, you never know what will happen here, of course, in WWS, as they always say. So on that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to thank the Iceman, Jerry DiGirolamo, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the, uh, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, the rattlesnake, and Neil Patel, and also the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, for joining us here tonight for episode 455 of WWS Revolution. Uh, of course, big time talk about last night's Monday Night Raw show, Great wrestling history there indeed. And also to, to top it all off, a WWS United States title match where the heartbreak kid Fonzie once again is now a two-time United States champion. And yes, congratulations are in order indeed to the heartbreak kid. Congratulations. This is Mr. WWS Chad Henshaw speaking on behalf of everyone here tonight. Thank you very much for joining us for episode 455 of Revolution. Revolution is the broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, which is, of course, we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain. Gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us here tonight. Take care of yourselves and each other. Of course, join us tomorrow night for Outside the Ropes, Wrestling Debate, and Revolution one more time. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Good night. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.